Hello and welcome. This is Peppin from a show that we watched called Peppin Reacts. And today, season five, episode 20. No, sorry. Season one, episode five of Breaking Bad. Now, this is the discussion of the episode. We do have a reaction series going on. We did have a reaction to this episode, but guess what? Hey, encryption, hard drive, boom, kaboom. Hey, no more episodes. So we got to do a discussion. Now, at this point, we've done up to season one episode, sorry, season three, episode one. And we are not going to try to bring that knowledge into this discussion. So just as if we have not seen the show before. So this is a spoiler free reaction. We won't spell this show or any other show. So if you've not seen beyond this episode, that's fine. You should be able to watch this video. So I am Pepin, and this is my best friend right here, Meter. Meter, how you doing? Hey, I'm here too. Doing great. And we've done all these in a row here, so we're getting a little bit exhausted, but hopefully that should not take down us into the depths of hell. So, Meter, what was this episode about? Uh, this was season one, episode five, Gray Matter. Um, and we can just uh, kind of run through from breakingbad.fandom.com what, uh, what happened in the episode. So it started with uh, Jesse wearing a jacket and a tie, interviewing for a job at a realty office, um, thinking he's going to get a job as a realtor, uh, but then finds out that it it was actually a job for him to wear a full body costume and advertise their services as like a sign spinner. Um, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. Well, because he he's trying to like you know go big right he's like okay gotta get my life back on track because this is his lowest point at this point and then it's just like he's essentially a clown in some sort of way you know not talking down those people but that's kind of how he feels here it's like yeah this is what you're having me do yep. and even worse I, I think the person who's doing the spine spinning is one of his friends right yeah, it, it ends up being Badger, one of his one of his friends who's wearing the costume, and they smoke some pot together in an alley. And Jesse says he thinks about retire. He thinks ah, I'll probably retire from the drug business, um, but then Badger offers to partner up if he ever gets back in. So it kind of gives uh, gives Jesse a reason to get back into the drug business. Mm. Um, so then we cut to Walt and Skyler, who are attending a birthday party for Elliot Schwartz. Walt's friend from graduate school and his former business partner. Uh, also at the party is Elliot's wife, Gretchen, Walt's former lab partner that we saw from um, a couple of episodes ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and then at the party, Walt views a framed scientific American cover story about Elliot's company, Gray Matter Technologies. And he meets some of Elliot's colleagues. And when asked which university he teaches at, Walt hesitates to answer because he's a high school teacher, not a uh university teacher uh and then so what do you think is the the impetus there because it, so this this worked at gray matter this is the one that won Nobel prize right mm -hmm. and yep. are are elliot's colleagues just being like presumptuous that walt must have been like that they're not trying to be dicks about it yeah, yeah, they're not, they are just like, you want a Nobel Prize, like, you must be teaching at a university. It seems like an obvious one to two steps for them, and then Walt kind of is sheepish about, well, it wasn't a one to two, it was a one to 1.1. Yeah, and it's one of those things I hate to say, but if I was in Walt's position here, I would feel a bit embarrassed or ashamed myself, and it's not something that really makes sense, because I think every job is valuable. But at, at least, like, from the perspective, like, I, I could have been something like this. This is what he aspired to. 
and where he is right now is nowhere close to where he aspired. And I, I definitely would feel kind of what Walt's feeling, even if maybe it's not valid in some sort of way. Yeah. No, and I think that's fair, and I think a lot of people would would feel that way. I think that's super, especially you know, um, in that in that company where everyone else was talking about like all of these Ivy League schools they work for, and then Walt Walt's like, well, I work for a high school. Yeah, uh, I think it it just kind of puts perspective for him. Mm. And the the company Gray Matter, uh, Gray Matter is a term for like certain parts of your brain it's like uh there's like the white was it white matter then gray matter gray matter is like the encasing side is usually that's kind of like the more kind of human part of the brain i believe mm. but so, something neurological so um they then it's like gift opening time and elliot's opening a bunch of gifts and like one is like a jimmy page signed guitar it's like this mo like this insanely valuable one-of-a-kind piece Yep. that and then uh he opens up walt and skyler's gift and it's uh some ramen noodles mm. um so it kind of pales compared to the other gifts but elliot really like gives a heartfelt speech about like this is this is what built this company like this is where we started from thank you for for reminding me of that wall. Thank you. Like this was a really, and to me it, it came off as a really thoughtful gift, more thoughtful than the super expensive thing because it really had meaning behind it. And this guitar was just like a big flashy thing, but Walter was very embarrassed by it. There was a lot of weird stuff with that scene. And I remember some of our discussion originally with that because uh, I, th I think my interpretation of it was a bit more insidious than yours because yeah. I, I think the gifts had many different meanings. One meaning is, you know, this is how we used to kind of live back in the day off ramen, right? Yep. But also it's kind of like he's sending a message like, uh, I, we don't know what happened to Walt here with this gray matter stuff and why, you know, Elliot's at this crazy mansion. He's, you know, where he is. Mm -hmm. But Walt definitely feels some sort of animosity there. And it's kind of like saying, hey, this is what I have from and you know, th th this this is where you are, this is where I am, and this is what you caused me to kind of do, or this is the resultant of your actions. Of course, Ellie doesn't take it that way, uh, but I, I think Walt was being a little bit aggressive there, a little bit snarky. Oh, I didn't get that at all, um, that that was an aggressive action. Uh, I thought it was actually a really thoughtful, like, I come way more from Elliot's perspective of like, this is an actually thoughtful thing, like this or this is something that you and I shared together because he doesn't need anything, right? Mm -hmm. But having something thoughtful actually has meaning, like has value to him. Mm -hmm. But all of this other shit doesn't really mean anything because he could go out and buy all of that stuff yep. that's in this pile, but he mm -hmm. can't buy. And he even says, oh, I don't even know where you buy this stuff anymore. And I think that kind of like shows that exact thing. He is so disconnected from that world that this is something he can't he can't buy. Mm -hmm. Is that memory? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with your perspective. I also think my perspective is there. And the only reason why I think my perspective is there is because I mean there was the awkward tension because Walt was worried about how his gift would be perceived, but mm -hmm. also I I feel like Walt had a bit of a like a like what are you gonna think about this, Elliot? Like a little bit of a like a like a call right there, like a little bit of a. Mm -hmm like a taunt almost and interesting i i i think it was just multi-layered 
Um, fair enough. We'll, we'll we'll agree to disagree. I don't think either of us have invalid uh, responses or perspectives. It's also been like six months since we've seen the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so then a little bit later, um, they're all reminiscing about old times and Elliot offers Walt a job at Grey Matter. Uh, Walt declines and then Elliot ass assures him that the company has great health insurance and Walt's like pissed about that. Um, so he and Skyler leave the party and he's annoyed so that uh, Walter is annoyed that Skyler told Elliot about his cancer diagnosis and accuses her of putting him up uh, to paying for his treatment. So he's he's kind of on this um, this kick of why would you you know put put that out there that I'm I'm dying and this was a a charitable act for him to offer me uh, a job mm -hmm. a pity job. Yeah, and I I personally understand where Walt's coming with from here not so much to the job offer but i, I would feel kind of hurt if my partner kind of gave medical information that i find was private to me and sensitive out to this some person right and mm -hmm. potentially even try to get financial help now i don't think that's ultimately what happened here as we kind of discover like skyward didn't imply anything she's just kind of making chit chat mm -hmm. but you know i'd feel a little bit like uh like you're 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 kind of exposing my personal history to people like i don't like it when people do that uh also i think walt definitely here expressed some sort of pride like he seemed like he maybe was all right with getting a job but then we became like he was being talked down to or looked down upon which i don't think is ellie's perspective at all you know i was mm -hmm. just trying to like give him a hand like i i i i kind of understand walt's kind of like revulsion to that just kind of like how dare you yeah honestly i don't even think elliot was like doing it only in a charitable way mm. i think elliot and he says it and i think it, he truly believes walt would be a huge asset to the company mm. uh, and having him on board and i think walt's walt's like the way he reacts to it is part he feels like it's charity and part he feels like it's not enough hmm. because he's like, I helped build this company like, and he's offering me to work for him. Yeah. We're, we're peers. I'm not a subordinate. So I think, I think it comes from a lot of different prideful places for Walt. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're right about that. Cause it's like, he feels like he's being undervalued here and he's mostly mm -hmm. kind of undervaluing himself. Huh. And yeah. you're completely right about, I mean, Elliot is appealing to Walt's health nature, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's a good thing to appeal to. But I think ultimately he wants Walt to work for him because Walt is very good at chemistry. Yeah. I think it also might kind of show that Elliot doesn't get Walt, that he would pitch it that way. Because if you know, like if he knows Walt, he would know that like saying we have great health insurance would like piss him off mm. uh, unless walt has changed which that may be the case too i don't i don't think we really know enough about walt or elliot and their past or to to really make that that assertion mm. but we do know i know you originally talked about that library quite a bit do you yeah. want to just mention how amazing you found that library so the library was just like fucking huge like <laughs> like it um, it's almost like you could get lost in there. Like there's books upon books, like shelves upon shelves. And how many books mm. can they have in there? Like, it's crazy. Like, 
I would have that library not to like to read any books, right? I just want to look cool. Like, yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I don't know. It, it's just incredible. Like so many books in there. And I, I, I think they're all real, right? So that, that's just an impressive feat. Like I'm not about this whole shit where you have bookshelves with fake books on them. What is up with that? Like you gotta have it be functional. You gotta be able to read that. You're not ever going to read it. Of course. I mean, who would, but you got to have the option to read it. Yeah. That's where power is. Um, so over breakfast the next morning, Walt and Skylar kind of glare at each other. Uh, we cut to Jesse, who's showing Badger the RV, and they head out to the desert to make some meth. Um, Badger's clowning around while Jesse cooks, um, but Jesse's dissatisfied with the poor quality of the meth he cooks. Just, so he's kind of, this is a scene where Jesse is emulating Walt and Badger's emulating Jesse without realizing it. Um, and they're, they're kind of, you know, it's kind of a regression in a way, uh, but also a progression at the same time. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of does a lot to show where Jesse has progressed as well, because it's like, oh, in this short amount of time, Jesse's already come a bit of a way. Yeah. You, you know, and also, I, I got to say, I hate Badger. He makes me so uncomfortable. Um, and then, so then we go to a weekend evening. Junior and two friends stand outside a convenience store waiting for someone to buy them beer. Um, and then the friends bolt when a guy that Junior approaches turns out to be an off-duty cop. So Junior's let off with a warning um, because Hank kind of bails him out. Uh, and then he admonishes Junior for contacting him instead of his father. So this is kind of like a big scene here where Junior gets in trouble with the law and he calls Hank, not Walt. Mm. Yeah. Uh, definitely a bit of a strike between Walt and uh, Junior, too. So mm. it's definitely understandable. And, and th- his friends played him so dirty there. Like, they all just bolted. <laughs> He's just like, well, sh- shit. I-, I love Junior in this scene, too, where he's like, uh, the I-, I don't remember the exact wording, but the guy's just like, aren't you underage? And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like... <laughs> Uh, so then Hank takes Junior home, theorizes to Skylar and Marie that he's acting out because of Walt's illness. Uh, and then confused by Hank's comments, Skylar clears up the confusion uh, about the earlier conversation with Marie. This is about the weed. It, she reveals Walt is the one who's smoking pot, not Junior. Uh, and then Skylar remains baffled by Walt's decision not to get treatment, despite it being completely paid for. She suggests they sit Walt down so everyone in the family can voice their concerns in what Pepin believes to be one of the most cringy acts in the entire series so far. This was awful. I mean, I'll have you describe it. Also, just a heads up, you're popping the mic a little bit. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, I took the pop filter off because it was annoying. Yeah, oh, one little tip uh, thing you do is you can have it like side like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, that way, like the air doesn't blow directly into it. Perfect. So when uh, when Walt gets home, He's met by the rest of his family in the living room. Uh, Skylar tells him, I can't understand why you're refusing treatment, uh, and then makes the other members of the family say their piece while holding a talking pillow. Uh, Hank tries to use sports metaphors to describe Walt's cancer, while Junior calls his father a pussy for refusing treatments, uh, while he's dealt with cerebral palsy all his life. Mm-hmm. Marie and the, uh, When Marie and then Hank express support for Walt's decision to die on his own terms, 
Skyler tries to pressure them to take her side, and then Walt finally gets the talking pillow. He asks, what good is living for just a little while longer when chemotherapy could make it impossible for him to live a normal life? And Walt sticks to his decision to refuse treatment. Mm. Yeah, that scene was so hard to watch. And I, I would hate to rewatch it too, because... <laughs> I, I, so, okay, I'll, I'll give the scene a lot a lot of like props because it's really well done and i think it really shows how not to do one of these sessions because skylar used the session essentially as a vehicle to gang up on walt and get him to agree to do the treatment right mm -hmm. which that's not the way you can approach these sort of things like if you approach in an argument especially a therapy type argument where this the goal of this is to get you to do something it's never going to work right because you're essentially just trying to assert power over this person and you know you can do it in a way where you're expressing your thoughts and your opinions but not imposing the person but here Skywar was just trying to take a hammer you know this was the hammer she was trying to kind of uh you know do and you know it's not not terrible but i i think what walt said here was what he really believed and i think it's a good point you know uh it, it, what kind of life is he gonna have if this chemo just Maybe maybe it it doesn't save him, or maybe it even does some good, but maybe it just causes him to live a terrible life because chemo's not easy. It, that's a hard thing, and so I, I I think it was good for him to get that out. It had a positive benefit, but I think just the approach was terrible. I mean, he also talks about control here. At one point, he says like, "My whole life, I've just I feel like I haven't been able to make any decisions in my life, and this." dying feels like the first decision I'm able to make and I want to be able to make it. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was kind of a, I think, a, a big point uh, in his entire, like in everything we've seen up to this point, I think it kind of paints it a little differently um, mm. as to why he's made some of the decisions he's made because he felt out of control and now he wants to take control for once now that he's dying. Mm -hmm. yeah. He wants to die his way. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because uh, the death has given that control but also it not, not just through like the power of death uh, and that's something people will say a lot you know when they face their mortality they finally realize what they want in life but i also think it's a matter of fact that him facing his death has led to him realizing he has the gun in his hand and that he can impose control or he can you know grab something and kind of make things do what he wants to or rather, he can use this aggression, right? He he, he can kind of get what he wants. And I, I think the meth is a vehicle for that. And the meth itself is a drug. And he's on that drug of power and control. Mm. I, I mean, I, I do kind of disagree with you a little bit about mm. the whole uh, situation. I like the idea of everybody being able to say how they feel about a decision that affects everybody. I don't see an issue with that in and of itself. Although if the point, which I, I believe she says, uh, was for Walt to come to a specific conclusion, that's not a good thing. Like that's, that's not a good way to, to handle that situation. But if the point was, I, I like the idea, but not the reasoning for her executing it and her being Skylar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And to be clear, I'm not against the idea as a whole. I think it's bad to impose them on somebody. And I think 
you could say Walt agreed to it, but I don't think he really agreed to it. I think he just kind of got strung along, uh, partly because of his lack of control with his life, right? He just kind of finds himself in these situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I agree with you. It can be a good thing, but I think parties have to be willing. And also, I think you need a good therapist there or just somebody to control the situation because they can start you know, correcting things when things get a little bit too like accusatory or, you know, contr- controlling because job of a therapist is to recognize all parties in the situation and kind of validate all the concerns while also controlling the concerns to just really focus on them and not trying to focus on them controlling other people. Yeah. And lastly, on this, this specific scene with the talking pillow and everything, I think that Marie kind of I, I think it shows some of the the interaction between marie and her sister in this situation where everyone says like walt we want you to make this decision where you're choosing to stay and then marie's like you know what i i believe in you walt like you should die if you want to die like i've seen people go through this and it's shitty and Skyler's like why the fuck would you say that and she's like that's how i feel and then hank's like you know what i changed my mind i want him to die too <laughs> and she's and skylar feels like everything's now going in the wrong direct like she feels helpless by this and it kind of precipitates a huge fight but did marie say that because that's truly how she feels or did she say that just to be in opposition to her sister i think is a good question uh because that's how skylar pitches it is of course you would say that this is how always how you react i i think it's definitely in the opposition uh i think marie is very smart and she's one of those people that her what she says kind of depends on the context. Like yeah. I, I felt like this myself. Like I could go with like six different arguments, and I could argue them all equally, mm-hmm. just as valid. And you know whether I choose one or the other just depends on who I'm talking to. You know, it it did also take the conversation, which was firmly about Walt, and make it about her. Yeah, because now Skyler's mad at her. And then Hank's agreeing with her, and now everyone's kind of focusing on her instead of focusing on Walt, mm. which is super, super interesting. Mm. Uh, and you've said before in other episodes, like, Marie's a super interesting character because, and I agree with that. I think without a lot of screen time, we learn a lot about her. Like, she has, by far, of everybody, all of these main characters we've seen so far, she has the least screen time. Maybe even not even call her a main character. She's an ancillary character. But we still kind of know a lot about her. Yeah. I, I think she also did, like, writing-wise, this did a really good job to show the flaw in Skyler's strategy. Yeah. And, you know, it backfires on her. And it's obviously, like, oh, this was never about voicing her opinions. This was me convincing you of my opinion. And, you yeah. know, obviously... And anyone who doesn't agree with it, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yep. So I, I thought that was really, really, really fun writing-wise. Mm. So meanwhile, uh, Jesse's co- Jesse cooks and tosses out a few more batches of meth when he announces that they can do better. Badger scuffles with him over the rejected meth, furious at his wasting the pseudo that Badger had worked hard to obtain. Uh, Jesse pushes Badger out of the RV and drives away while Badger fires at the RV with a crossbow. Um, so kind of a, a big, big breakdown here where when Walt did the same thing you know jesse didn't it, it didn't explode in the same way um but jesse's just never satisfied with his work as it stands so far mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. It it's. I feel like Jesse like learns by like acting out, uh, like not like acting out like rebelling, but more like acting out like he he emulates and that's how he learns like you take something you try to do it yourself and this is how he's kind of like understanding and it's it's just a different learning mechanism or more than method and i I think that's kind of his thing you can see him like he he catches on very quickly like and he's already learned a lot of the lessons like walt just said like kind of in passing almost i mean maybe there's a bit more but honestly he like it shows that he is very capable if he applies himself Mm mm-hmm and it also shows he's willing to to accept a certain standard of of quality mm-hmm. um but i i think it does show a lot of the he's trying to emulate but doesn't have all of the info and where walt knows when good enough is good enough would jesse have ever gotten to a good enough stage yeah yeah that's or true or would he have continued to just be dissatisfied be dissatisfied does he have the skill set the knowledge necessary to reach the level he thinks he should be at. Hmm. I, I guess plot wise, that gives a reason for Jesse to need Walt. It's true. And the reason for maybe Walt needing Jesse is not exactly clear. Besides, maybe that Walt wouldn't be the best at selling meth. And maybe Badger, you know, where where we can say Jesse isn't Walt. Uh, we can also say Badger isn't Jesse. And maybe part of the reason that Walt was able to succeed was because he had Jesse to help him. Huh. Um, we don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know that we have enough information to, but I think that that could be argued. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is a great point. Cause there's a clear delineation point there. And I don't think Badger in that same situation with Walt would have been good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't know how, I don't think Badger knows how to play, like play hard. Like could Badger, like if let's say everything that happened in the first four episodes took a day, right? Let's just say that. Yeah. In a day, if the story progressed the same, would Badger be able to do what Jesse is doing now as what Walt did? I No, no way, right? Badger's not actually learning and applying anything. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be able to make this lower quality math that he's dissatisfied with. Yeah. He would be satisfied with literally anything. Hmm. But Jesse was. So Jesse obviously has some skill, some knowledge, some some smarts, and some ability to, to learn and apply that I don't think Badger had. So Jesse's kind of up against a harder situation than Walt was. Hmm. Walt I, has I, years, knowledge, and a better helper. Hmm. I, I think this also draws together the two plot lines because both are to do with satisfaction and it, Jesse is not satisfied with what he's getting, you know, product wise and also maybe not satisfied with his friend, but uh, Walt's also not satisfied where he is either. You know, he's not satisfied with the quality of his life and you know hmm. what's been produced and he sees something much higher that could be there, i.e. gray matter, but he's not able to achieve it. And, you know, Jesse is much the same here. He's trying to achieve this, but he can't get it either. And yeah. ends up, you know, you need, you need two here. You need, you need a combination of people maybe to achieve this. So final final scenes here. Uh, we have the next morning. Walt wakes up. He smells Skylar's pillow, skin cream, and sees that there's a baby and a cancer book on her nightstand, at which point you brought up a brilliant point. 
as to like what was on each other's nightstands, mm-hmm. uh, being emblematic of what is on their minds and hers. It's like baby stuff and then cancer on top of the baby stuff. Yep. Um, and what was on Walt's? Uh, I forget a clock maybe. I think it was just a oh, clock. Oh yeah. It was a clock. So you were like time, like time is what's on his, his mind, mm-hmm. which I think is brilliant. Yeah. Um, both in the writing and in your catching of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Walt goes into the kitchen and informs Skylar, Hey, I've changed my mind. I'm going to do the treatment. Um, they visit the cancer clinic that day. And then Walt gets a call from Gretchen, uh, who urges him to accept her and Elliot's money for the cancer treatment. Walt says, I appreciate the offer, uh, but the insurance is going to pay for everything, which we know is a complete lie. Because yep. um, then Walt goes to Jesse's house and says, let's cook. Mm. Uh, and then it, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. This is where I break from Walt because I would accept the money, even if I had that pride, because, you know, that's just expensive, right? Yeah. And it, it, I think it just kind of shows how much pride or... Uh, whatever it is Walt has because it, it's incredible that he's willing to go to that length I um, mean we don't know what happened between Walt and Gretchen slash Elliot so maybe there's stuff that we don't know that is causing him to hard decline them um, I think that's entirely possible hmm. um, but you know he I think uh, another point to bring up here is he's very quick on the lie and this is something that I don't think we've seen from him in being quick on a good lie immediately. Hmm. Um, normally he's stumbled. He's come up with half truths with shitty lies. This one is like, nope, turns out insurance is paying for it and it's over and done. Um, and I, it's, it's super interesting. So I think a big part of this is that it, 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 it's funny that after this conversation with Skyler, you know, with, you know, I wanted to choose whether to die. Now he was kind of choosing to live and it seemed mm. kind of strange. Like why would he just all of a sudden flip flop like that? And I, I think the big reason is because he feels like he has a choice. Sometimes you say no, just to say yes later. And I, I feel like that's a control sort of thing. He's felt like he has been in control of this. And here he said, no, I want to die you know, to change his mind. And it's because he doesn't want to be imposed upon. Like he doesn't want, you know, Skylar, Walt Jr. and all these people choosing for him. Not that their opinions don't matter to him, but you know, like it's kind of taking his impetus out of that. And the fact that now they've accepted what he said and Skylar's kind of come to terms with that herself. And he can say, actually, I do want to live. It, yeah. it, 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 it kind of gives him the ball back in his court. Like he's now able to, to, to make that choice and kind of move on. And now he's willing to do it. Yeah, I think that's really apt. Um, and la- last thing I want to mention is the name of the episode being Gray Matter, um, which obviously that's the name of Elliot's company, uh, Elliot and Gretchen's company. But I think it also kind of hovers around this entire episode and the gray matter of like living and dying or like the relationships between people being kind of gray, like Uh everything is kind of, kind of gray. Nothing's really clear cut as to why people are taking the actions they're taking. Um, And even you and I disagree on some of the stuff because Uh it's, it's all kind of, kind of gray as to like, where do things really stand? Um, And we're not, we're not really sure on a lot of it. Hmm. I think the only place we're really certain is a Skylar. Skylar is just very open with communication. 
I, I think she does have moves she's doing, i.e. the pillow talk thing. But I, I think she's, you know, very overt with what she wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone else is a little bit more uh, hidden, a bit more insidious. Uh, maybe Elliot is a little bit more open, but at the same time, you know, he probably had ulterior motives like we are discussing, but wanting Walt as a worker because he knows Walt's a great, you know, scientist or yeah. chemist or whatever. So it, things definitely where they stand are very, very opaque and very gray, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what is the, what does the future hold? Uh, we don't, we don't know. It's all, it's all in that, uh, mix of black and white that will be super interesting to, to see as it moves forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that wraps up the discussion. So, hey, guess what, guys? Next episode is going to be an actual reaction episode. Why? Because I'm not going to delete these files a second time. I backed them up and made sure they're extra backed up this time. Not just not not just the Windows folder. I, I swear. Mm-hmm. So hey, if you want to see this early, maybe it'll be on my Patreon. You know, check out the link in the description. It'll be there because uh, yeah, and. Like the video, comment, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Cat, I want to see you again. Come back and come on, kitty. Okay, cat. Meow. Meow. Oh, hello, Ted. <laughs> I think that's the name of the cat, right? It's Tim. Fuck. <laughs> well, I react, you react, we all react because Peppin reacts. You guys have a great day. Peace.